0: Ladies, gentlemen, and ladies, gentlemen, this is, yeah, this ain't a fantasy booking this week. Uh, plans changed, and uh, yeah, I needed something to fill in this week, more specifically because uh, the, the next idea is going to be kind of a big one, I, I need a little bit of extra time. So, to fill in that void, you know, I've, I've been doing this whole podcasting thing for about almost two years you know we're getting close to it in like half a year's time i'll be close to like two years doing this which uh it does not compute but we're sticking by it and i wanted to talk about since a lot has happened just kind of my five main takeaways from just starting wrestling content and just kind of see where we go from here because You know, when I first started, I kind of wished I had a little bit of advice going in and I feel what better opportunity and what better way to fill out the time before the next episode to kind of give my own five personal takeaways from it and maybe even advice that could help you. I don't know. This is just me. I'm not a professional, but I think I've done this long enough to have a degree of advice. Uh, yeah, let's just say a degree of advice that may just end up helping you if you ever decide to go on this weird Random journey through the world of pro wrestling content creation So yeah let, Let's just talk about this for a second and um, we're gonna start with number one that I kind of just wrote down on a whim And it's it's the most basic one that you hear from This this could apply to anything, but just start but that, that, that's all I can say is don't worry about trying to get the latest, greatest equipment. Because you don't even know if you're going to like it. If you're worried about it, you're going to suck. But to put it bluntly, you are going to suck. Everybody sucks when they first try something new. In- including me, if you go back to the first... Uh, you can argue all of them. But if you want to go back to the specifically the first five episodes. Uh, they are oh god they're horrible i don't even want to go back and listen to them i don't want to go back and listen to me talking about evil orange cassidy cody Rhodes. i'm definitely going to redo cody Rhodes at some point but in general with this type of stuff it's something that you can only really get better at over time and you know if this starts to become a hobby or something you're interested in you can start then investing into better equipment better just general things Like, better microphones, like this. Maybe even getting yourself to look into copyright-free music to put in the background that you'd be able to use across multiple platforms. Maybe even just, you know, getting more comfortable speaking into the void. That's just... That's the oddest part about content creation, is you're basically speaking to nobody. And that's the beautiful... And stressful part of it is because you're speaking to nobody. (laughs) But at the end of the day, like, just starting is just only going to make your confidence grow from there. And honestly, if I didn't have the guts to randomly walk into a unheated shed (laughs) to start talking about wrestling, I don't think I'd be standing here today. I don't think I would have made as many... Connections within sort of the wrestling content space. If I didn't take that chance to start initially, and with that, that's just kind of your go to thing, your number one thing that you hear from everybody. So, I'm gonna go on to number two, and it's one that I feel isn't really talked about enough when you're talking about content creation because you know, we always look at kind of the grind set of content creation, not I want to say not in wrestling, but it really is in wrestling, like trying to make new original content in kind of spaces that are kind of, I don't want to say oversaturated, but I think there's a lot of repetition and it's to take breaks. That's the important part. Number two, just take breaks, get some sleep, think about what other things you have to do, please, because... This is what I've learned from doing wrestling with fiction, trying to do a weekly fantasy booking podcast. Burnout, regardless of how much you love something or enjoy doing a certain thing, is inevitable. Especially if you try to do it week to week. Don't get me wrong, you know, there are definitely going to be easier weeks and some weeks that will be harder. But there is definitely a point when you're doing something so consistently that you just Just want to take a break and usually that, that's a sign that you should probably just like take a step back for a bit. You know, I find that that has been one of the most beneficial things since starting just content creation in general. Because you don't want to like do everything over and over again. It's like, this is probably a really bad analogy, but say your favorite food is pizza. And every single day you decide, hey, I'm going to eat a pizza. And you eat the pizza, you eat a pizza. Fingers crossed you're still in shape from eating a pizza every single day. And I remember reading an article about it, but that's beside the point. At some point, you're going to be craving something else because all you've been doing is eating pizza. It's okay. It's fine. Don't think that just because you're tired from doing this that you don't necessarily love doing this thing that you're still doing. Sometimes you just need those weeks where you can relax, lay down, uh... Maybe do some yoga. Maybe even hot yoga. I don't know what you do. And it's honestly just a general, like, good thing to do. Like, I think we as people don't really do it enough because in the society that we live in, we're expected to rise to the peak of humanity, so to speak, you know? And sometimes you need to be like, hey, we're all human. We all have our good days and bad days. Sometimes we just need a day off or a week. And honestly, don't worry about it as long as you remain consistent from doing it week to week. And you decide, hey, I want to take like a week off. You're fine. Don't worry about viewership. Don't worry about that. You're the most important person to talk to first. Focus on you before focusing on others. And then everything will fall into place. I hope so. That's just how I think. Maybe I'm completely wrong. But hey, uh, I'm not professional. (laughs) Which brings me ironically onto number three, which is just kind of a segue thing. If you've decided to do wrestling content creation, a podcast or whatever you wanna do, and you really wanna like make it special, this kind of goes semi against the first rule, but I feel is just as important so just starting is really important because, you know you're you're seeing if you like it or not. If you decide that you want to do it and you want to do like wrestling podcasting or YouTube stuff or I don't know what you're interested in for the love of God please get yourself a copyright free or should I say commercial free logo that you commissioned. It's It's relatively cheap. (laughs) You can go to places like Fiverr or any art commission websites where you can hire artists to help make you a logo. It doesn't have to cost much. You can get it as cheap and as low as sometimes even 10 quid. Like, there's this is a pet peeve, I'll admit. This is a pet peeve. And it doesn't decide the quality of somebody's work. You can have the best podcast in the world. But... If you have the same uh, licensable content, creative commons image with piece of text, please consider getting yourself a logo made if you've decided that you're going to do this. It just makes it look prettier. It makes it look nicer. I know this is a whole aesthetic thing that I'm complaining about. It just looks nicer. It looks cooler. It makes me want to see your show. Like, the, you may not even get Sometimes when you're looking at wrestling content, what is it that is the thing that strikes out first? It could be your title. And the other part is that it could be your thumbnail, it could be your logo. The thing that people are first going to look at. If the first thing I look at is something that I've searched in a Creative Commons Google search with text, I'm I'm not gonna take it seriously. <laughs> And that's no disrespect to the people who have these sorts of vloggers and make amazing content. I'm sure there are people who make great content with this stuff, but, you know, presentation is a big part of online media and content creation. And I feel it's something that you don't have to be great at the start with it and you don't have to, like, have it straight away. But if you are going to do wrestling content, and you're going to do something, you need something to stand out. Like with the world that we have in terms of wrestling content, people like WrestleTalk, Going In Raw, insert your favorite wrestling show or podcast, they all have a distinctive logo that tells you, hey, this is a wrestling thing that has its own unique set of branding. Branding is a niche yet important thing in podcasting and even just in just sort of like content creation in general. Like trying to figure out a style for social media, trying to figure out a style for content creation. This stuff isn't something that you're going to get immediately when you're doing this stuff. It's something that you're going to... The way that I can only describe from my own experience is something that you get over time. If you look back at some of the old episodes of Wrestling With Fiction, thumbnails and things I did to advertise in the past, a lot of it was literally just two images smashed together. Then over time, it became its own kind of thing that's kind of the beauty and struggle of content creation is creating something and having it evolve over time as you start to work on stuff with stuff like say canva for example which is your kind of go-to free place to where you could make custom thumbnails and free bits and imaging and advertising and stuff, which I will leave in the description of this podcast in case people want to make stuff. It's how I got started. And for me, this is probably one of the most important things, is getting your branding right, which should have been the title of this instead of Get Better Logos. (laughs) But, yeah, that's just kind of how I feel about it. And I don't know if this is good or bad, but summary of it all, uh, try and get some branding sorted if you have the money to invest in this kind of like group thing if you're doing podcasting invest in a logo you can get them as cheap as like 10 pounds sometimes even 30 quid on fiverr if you know where you're looking and honestly it's just going to make your presentation overall appearance on kind of wrestling content creation just appear distinct which is hard to do in the kind of landscape of wrestling content where there's a lot of things like wrestling reviews and analysis, which are kind of the two main popular genres, it will make a difference in kind of getting first impressions and even building, you know, a bit of a fan base, possibly. Like, if I've managed to get people to listen to me based off the random stuff I've done, then... (laughs) Hey, you can too, definitely. Which kind of brings us on to number four, and it's, it's kind of adding on to the whole thing that we're talking about and it's just because you're doing wrestling content creation don't be afraid to go against the grain like some of my favourite episodes that I've ever made hardly even involved wrestling (laughs) like the Rickroll meme fantasy booking stuff which if you've never seen that go back listen to it if you want or some of the stuff with, like, the Pokemon trainer entering wrestling. If I stuck to the regular tradition of, like, wrestling content, which was make a review about this show, or do analysis on this thing, or just do fantasy bookings about pro wrestling or professional wrestlers, which is ultimately the key genre of this, I don't think I would have been able to find my voice as a content creator. And whilst I still think I'm still trying to find it now... It definitely gave me a better understanding of what I like to make. So, with it, don't be afraid to, like, do stuff that's a little bit different to the wrestling formula. At the end of the day, like, if you're not happy making the content that you're making, how do you expect other people to like it as well? And that's just kind of the general rule of thumb, for me at least, is if this is fun for me... It'll be fun for others. And this just kind of goes in life in any ways. Why why waste your time doing things that you don't enjoy if you can spend that time doing the things that you love? And that's how some of my personal favorite memories of doing this podcast actually came about. Like, Maybe some of you may or may not know the origins of how I ended up doing fictional characters on this thing, ironically called Wrestling With Fiction. Uh, I put out a Twitter poll very early into, like, podcasting, like, a couple months in. It was coming up to December. And it was a poll about who I should do next because I thought interactivity, stuff like that. I should really do more of that. And I put down the names. Uh, Finn Bella, Karrion Cross, Drew McIntyre, and Santa. <laughs> and by a landslide... Santa and Carrion and Cross won. It was a tie, and I felt obligated to talk about Santa. So I took the time, I questioned my sanity, <laughs> and I tried to make a wrestling story about Santa, which nearly broke me. <laughs> but through it, I think it's kind of the key thing that made me stand out from doing what everybody else was doing. And that's kind of the thing that I mean by going against the grain is finding your own voice, whether it be through experimenting with kind of the wrestling content genre as it is, or even just taking content that's already been pre-established like reviews or analysis and just taking it in your own direction. That's that's kind of what I think is one of the most important things to really sort of take into it. and. The final thing, we've talked about it a bit through the past four entries of this. It's one that I think kind of goes together with everything. And it's, it's really simple actually, it's to have fun. Like people who go into content creation and want to make this, I feel personally, you go into it because you wanna have fun and you have an interest for this thing. And sometimes when you get into this, you kind of lose sight of that. For me, personally, it's only really gotten to me now after doing a year of this. And it's just, don't chase the numbers. Please don't chase the numbers for it. Like, I, there was a point where I will admit, because I'm very honest about this, that I was chasing numbers. I was trying to do a set amount of downloads per episode and. It was kind of driving me nuts because I was wondering why was I not getting the set amount of numbers and it it honestly just made me really sad when I didn't need to be and it made me not really recognize how far I came from where I started because that's that's honestly just the beautiful part of content creation is it isn't the numbers it isn't the people who all of a sudden are like hey your stuff is cool which is really mind-blowing to me. (laughs) It's the, like, evolution of where your stuff comes from to where you are now. You don't notice it. You, you never notice it. It's the weird thing with human condition. We never notice when things suddenly change for the better. we like, as human beings, we're all incredibly goal-oriented to an extent. You reach a certain point and you wonder, can I go higher? Even when you don't intentionally mean it. And sometimes with it, you sometimes forget to look at the mountains and the trees and all this other, you know, you know, advice stuff. Where you've just kind of forgotten, hey, this is where I started and here I am now. And it's something that I've been slowly but gradually getting better at. And it's only up until recently that that's actually started to happen. And ironically, it's been some of the highest numbers I've ever done with this podcast. (laughs) Maybe I'm jinxing myself here, but it's generally been some of the highest numbers I've had in months. And it just kind of came from me not necessarily worrying about numbers, but just trying to make stuff that I enjoy. And not worrying about trying to keep it to like a set schedule and just having fun with it. And that's ultimately kind of the best advice from this have fun just start if you like it you like it if you don't you don't don't be afraid to take breaks and if you get to that point where you want to do stuff with it get yourself a fun logo and some branding and you know the rest will sort itself out wrestling content creation as with anything in life is a journey and it's one that if you take the time for it can open you up to a whole new world of possibilities involving just meeting new people collaborations and just generally doing something for fun and starting a new hobby that's what i did (laughs) and with that that's kind of where i'm gonna end it I may as well reveal what I'm going to do for next week's Wrestling With Fiction. Because I'm still here. And I'm not going to lie, I still need to make the thumbnail for this. Which is why I haven't revealed it yet. So, yeah, I think I'm just going to reveal the cliffhanger for it. We'll do a cliffhanger. Okay, so next week's Wrestling With Fiction will be, and I will say this. A battle between two... Very distinct ideologies. That, that's all I'm going to say. And if you have an idea about it, you can you can tell me on Twitter at Connor the Cooper. You can tell me on Instagram at Wrestling with Fiction. You might even want to tell me on TikTok at Wrestling with Fiction. So with that, I'm just going to leave it there. I hope all of you have a lovely day. And remember, everyone, wrestling could always use just. A little bit more fiction. See you all. Good night everybody.